The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, we're going to talk about changes that you make that make a difference. And that's my challenge to you. Can you make a difference in your world today? A positive difference. Can you change within yourself so that you carry out change in people around you. Do you know that no matter what change you make, it will reverberate through the lives of the people around you? No matter how small, it makes a difference. So for this one hour, I want you to really pay attention. You've created the world you live in. How can you change the things that you want to change? How does it apply to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker, just you. You can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. And you are the person you're responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference, and not by telling others what to do, but by what you do, your actions. I know you're busy, and I'm busy too. Because we lead very busy lives and we fill every minute to the brim, don't we? We want to live fully, and I appreciate that. But when you live your life so full that you have no time for reflection, it means you're distracted. It means you're not focusing on the things that are most important to you. It means that you're distracted from the goals. Could it also mean that you're taking for granted the people in your life, and the actions that really make a difference. How do you spend your energy? Do you spend your energy on things that don't count? I mean, how many times can you really wash the dishes or the kitchen floor? And does it really affect eternity? What are the choices that you make in your world? When you make a decision about time, do you consider the impact that decision has? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? And do you create sunshine wherever you are? You are a being of light. You are meant to carry light into this world. So how do you create sunshine? Yeah, let's start with our own sunshine today. 
What are you grateful for? What are the blessings that enfold your world? And how do you reflect those blessings in the people around you? This morning, it's a beautiful spring morning where I am. A little cloudy. There will be some sun later. That's okay because we have warm temperatures. And it's so wonderful. The spring flowers are beginning to bloom. And the whole world is waking up from winter. And that is beautiful. But it's not just the spring temperatures that I'm grateful for. It's that I have the time to get ahead of the spring gardening tasks that have to be done. And this morning, I have to be grateful for the gift of laughter. Last night, as I was turning out the light and going to sleep, a little face appeared in my window, a small cat face from outside. One of the stray cats from the colony had somehow managed to climb onto the roof and was looking into my bedroom window asking to come in. Now, he's never been allowed in my house. I don't know how he got that idea. But it made me giggle. It made the other cats, eh, not all of them giggled, but at least it woke everybody up. They went high alert, on high alert, and it was funny to watch. So, as always, the cats bring me light and laughter. You know, the other thing that I'm grateful for is that I have probably one of the most wonderful jobs in the entire world. I have the awesome job of getting to witness people who transform their lives. And it reminds me of just how powerful the mind truly is. See, in my work, I get to watch people who can, in one session, make incredible change. It might take them 45 minutes. It might even take an hour and a half if we count all of the conversations that we have. But in that amount of time, dramatic change can take place. And sometimes the person doesn't even understand how powerful their mind is that they've created this change. See, I use the tool of hypnosis. And so they often credit the change that they make to the hypnosis. And yes, the tool is the way that they did it. But truly, it's their powerful mind that creates that change within. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about your powerful mind. I want to talk about how those challenges that come into your life actually appear. And I want to talk about how you create those challenges and what you can gain from them. See, our thoughts are very powerful. And our mind uses the power of thought, the power of image, and the power of emotion. And when those things are all linked together, we can make incredible change very, very quickly. Now, one of the things that I want you to be aware of is that within you, you cannot fail. So many people are afraid to make a change because they think they won't succeed. Well, who cares, really? If you don't succeed this time, perhaps there was more lesson for you to learn. If you don't succeed this time, maybe you weren't aligned with the goal. 
Maybe some part of you held a resistance because of something that you don't have resolved behind you. It doesn't really matter because you don't have to know all the things that are the source of your resistance. You just have to be willing to let go of the resistance. So, if you knew that your powerful mind could co-create anything you wanted, what would you be willing to change? Would you be willing to create a new life? Or would you simply settle for the challenges that you already know? Is the familiar more comfortable than the possibility? Sometimes. Sometimes we limit ourselves that way, don't we? But if you knew that you could not fail, if you knew that it's all going to work out, how would that attitude change the decisions that you make today? And do you know how to access your inner wisdom? Once again, I want to share with you, I have one of the most awesome jobs in the world. I got to witness in the last week two very powerful stories. And I want to share that with you because these two very, very different clients who came in for absolutely different reasons demonstrate both the positive and the negative of the powerful mind. So let me share with you a story about Alice. Now, these names are not Real names, obviously. I don't know an Alice. I had to be very careful to pick a name of someone that I don't know so that there could be no possibility of recognizing that person. Okay, so Alice is a woman in her elder years. She has a trauma history from early childhood. And she carries a very, very powerful and negative belief. And there's good reason for that belief. But her unconscious belief, see, a belief she's not aware of, is that people treat her badly. And that belief, that people treat her badly, of course, it comes from that early childhood neglect and abuse that she suffered. And that has colored her entire world. So she now believes and has gone through life believing that people treat her badly, that people are out to get her, that people misuse her, and she attracts people who do indeed misuse her. She's had successful businesses and been embezzled. (laughs) She's had many opportunities of hiring workmen who don't complete the job. She's had friends who take advantage of her time, her generosity, and her money. And week after week, month after month, year after year, she collected the evidence of how people misuse her. And she resents everyone. Now, Alice, because of that unconscious belief that it's all about other people, is so very resistant to taking ownership for any participation that she has in the events. She resists being responsible for decisions that she made. 
She resists being responsible for the outcomes of those decisions. And she perpetually views herself as the victim of circumstance and other people's meanness. And she's unaware of those thoughts that attract even more of that into her life. Her resentments are very strong and long-standing. And even if those resentments are confronted, she holds on tightly to those resentments because it's evidenced, you see, of her belief. It's evidence, and it keeps that belief fed. It keeps it fueled. Now, even when holding on to those resentments uses up her energy and distracts her from the healing that she really wants for herself, she continues to hold those resentments. Do you see the the example here? Her powerful mind is stuck in a loop of a negative thought and repeating that thought over and over again has created a belief. Now, here's the incredible thing. Alice has also very successfully used her powerful mind not only to stay stuck, but also she's used her powerful mind to lose 24 pounds. Now, I love watching this incongruence it's great here's the thing her powerful mind has a dominant thought okay and her most dominant thought is that people misuse her and she has repeated that thought over and over and over again and because she has that belief she looks for the evidence of that in her experiences and the more that she finds the evidence it reinforces her belief Remember, a belief is a thought that is repeated over and over again. But because she has that belief, her mind is designed to find evidence of the belief. And so she only sees the evidence of people misusing her. And the interesting part is that even though this woman has very successfully and very consistently maintained an incredible program of changing her food plan, how she prepares her food, and consistently goes for exercise on a regular basis, non-negotiable in her mind. She has to go. She works her life around her appointment for rehab. But because she is geared, because her belief says people misuse her, she doesn't even recognize the success that she's created. She negates it. She says it just kind of happened, and she doesn't really think that she did anything. In fact, she believes that she sabotaged it, that she resisted it, that she whined and complained, which she did, I have no doubt, when it first, when the change first started. That's her pattern. She whines and complains. Now, she dislikes that part of her that whines about change, but at the same time, that part of her that whines about making a change supports the belief that people misuse her. It supports that victim role. It supports kind of the martyrdom. Oh, poor me. I have to make this change. It's such a terrible thing. Uh, it was interesting. I could actually play that out with her yesterday. Um, I, 
I kind of have a, a relationship with her that I can kind of play act some things. And so I did a very dramatic martyr kind of thing and she laughed at it and then recognized herself in it, which was great because it, it was going to take a long time otherwise if she didn't recognize that. But here's what I want you to grab out of this. In this story, Alice is using her powerful mind, but she doesn't know that she's using it. She is not aware of how her mind has been used for her because she doesn't know how to use her own powerful mind. And that's what I want you to grab out of this today is I want you to become aware of how your powerful mind may be used for you if you don't know how to use it. And it may be that you don't know how to change it because you don't know how to use your own powerful mind. Now, what I love about this particular story is that Alice made a successful change, even while she was resistant to the change, even while she whined and complained and carried on and remained in the victim role. Do you see, her powerful mind accepted a change for one reason, and that reason was that her motivation to make that change was life or death. The power of the motivation was stronger than the power of her resistance. So let's go through that. You see, the reason that she had to lose those 24 pounds, the reason that she had to change the way she was preparing food and the foods that she ate, the reason that she had to add exercise in was that she had a heart event. She did have a heart attack. And she had the opportunity to leave this earth at that time and her spirit said, no, not yet, we don't have this lesson down. And so she survived. And she's very aware that there were many things that fell into place in just the right way so that she could survive. She wasn't aware of how ill she was. She wasn't aware of what was going on. A friend of hers actually noticed that something was wrong and made the call for her. So she's well aware of that. But her motivation, you understand, is significantly high. She wants to live. She's figuring she's got a good 20, 25 years left to go. She's got work to do. And so she wanted to live. And that power of that motivation was stronger than the power of her resistance, the power of her long-standing pattern of resentment and irresponsibility. So let's start with how did... Alice make that change. Well, you know, she had to make a decision. That decision was the beginning of making the change. So she decided, first of all, she was going to live. And she decided that she was going to do whatever it took to live. So even if she didn't like it, she was still going to do it. And when she was told, you have to go to rehab, she did it, even though she doesn't like it. When she was told, you have to change your food, you have to change the way you prepare your food, she said, I don't like doing that. And she resisted it, but she still did it. You see, she made 
a decision that whatever it took, she was going to do it. And she acted on that decision. Making this decision is meaningless if you don't take the action. And Alice could have done that. She could have decided she wanted to live and then went home and just sat on her couch. If she chose not to take the action, she wouldn't have gotten the outcome that she wanted. Now, the hard part for her was the repetition. Not only did she have to act on that decision, but she had to keep acting over and over and over again. She had to repeat those actions until she formed a habit. Remember, you have to do that over and over and over again to create a habit. And so just like we have habits of thought, the things that we repeat in our minds over and over again become beliefs, we have habits of action, the things we do over and over again become automatic. Now, we have more to talk about here in how she successfully made this change and how she can overcome those negative beliefs. We're going to talk some more about that when we come back from break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our conversation today is about your powerful mind. And... We have been talking about how powerful the human mind is that we can create anything without even knowing that we're doing it. Now, we are not sole creators of our world. We are co-creators of our world. But it is from the power of our mind that we 
perform this co-creation. It is what we focus on that we attract more of. And it is not an intent to do something. It is the action that we take and the thoughts that we repeat that create our world. You see, when we are focused on one particular thing, our mind looks for evidence of that. When we have a belief of something, our mind seeks out the evidence of that belief. And if we are unaware of the belief that we have, we will be finding evidence without even understanding what it is that we're doing. And that's where I said earlier that your mind can be used for you. Early events in our life change how we view things or form how we view things. For Alice, that position of victim and martyrdom was come by quite honestly because at one moment in her life, she was a victim. Her mother was quite abusive. And so not knowing, not having resources, not having a way to resolve that other than through her grim determination and just deciding she was going to live her life, she was unaware that she had developed these beliefs. And they are so instant, so automatic, that she doesn't even know they're there. Again, when Alice made that positive, successful change in her life, she repeated certain actions until she formed a habit. And as she repeated those actions until an a habit was formed, she was unable to see kind of the evidence of the change that she made. But as she developed this habit of participating in rehab and changing the foods that she ate and the way she prepared the foods, until she did those things over and over again, there was no evidence. But then she began to see evidence. She began to lose a pound here and there. She began to change her energy level. She began to feel better. And then somewhere along in the program, when kind of the weight change kind of stabilized or plateaued, she added the tool of hypnosis. And she suddenly learned how to use her powerful mind. And so using the tool of hypnosis, she began to reinforce the behaviors of her change. And she began to reinforce a new belief about her body. And she began to essentially make friends with her body instead of being angry with her body. Because you see, until that point, she had been using the heart attack as yet more evidence of how she is misused in life, how circumstances are always negative for her. But as she began to use this particular technique of hypnosis, she began to reinforce the positive change in her body. And she began to kind of make friends with her body, so to speak, and to appreciate the changes that her body had been making all along. Once she had reinforced these new behaviors of change, and now that she has those behaviors as habits and they're non-negotiable in her mind, then 
Outwardly, she began to get reinforcement, appreciation for the changes that she's made. But the changes that she made started from the inside. Do you understand? She didn't do this from the outside. The change had to come from within her. See, people can provide her with information, but she can choose not to use that information. People can tell her what to do, but she makes a decision about whether to actually take that action. The change has to come from inside of her. And it really doesn't matter how many people show her evidence of why she needs to change until she makes that decision and takes those actions. Those changes won't happen. The important part for Alice is that she had the experience of finding evidence for the positive changes that she made. Yeah, she lost 24 pounds. She still has a pair of pants that she wore when she was at her highest weight. And actually, they're, you know, pants that she wore for a number of years in professional capacity. She keeps them only as a reminder that this is her success, not this is what she used to be. So here's my point. Alice is quite resistant to changing that belief that People misuse her. But if Alice made any one successful change, then she can make any other successful change if she's willing to challenge her outdated belief. You see, all she has to do is recognize that that belief that people misuse her doesn't fit in her world today. Now, she's still finding evidence of how people misuse her even though they really don't, she perceives other people's actions as personal. It's, you know, they're taking it out on her. And, uh, you know, she's had several in the last month that just, uh, to me, are like little comedies as she describes them. Because, you know, from the other side, the, the other person is just doing what they do. They're perhaps following the rules or they're just kind of performing their job. But she sees that as a personal thing because they aren't taking special attention in whatever her request was. That's evidence of her negative belief about the world. Now, if she were willing to just challenge that outdated belief or willing to let it go, she could apply the same behaviors to this new change. She could begin to release some of these negativities and she could be much happier in her world if she can transfer the knowledge. Now, here's the interesting thing. I believe that Alice will actually make this change, but I believe she's going to do it following the same pattern that she did with her physical health in that I think she's going to resist and whine and complain and just be very difficult in the early days of the change because that's how she knows how to do it and that's what worked for her. The most important thing for Alice in the change that she made with her weight was when she shifted from fighting with her body to appreciating her body to accepting herself in the present moment, including the acceptance of the beliefs that aren't working. So here's the piece I want you to have. 
you can be resistant. You can have behaviors that sabotage you. And it doesn't matter. You can still make a change. Even in your resistance, if you are able to move to a place of simply accepting you, right now, where you are, as you are, without judgment, just be present to yourself. If you're able to do that, you can successfully make a positive change. You see, it's when you fight with yourself that you continue to perpetuate that negative belief. And as you perpetuate that negative belief, what happens? Of course, the mind looks for evidence that that negative belief is true. And so you keep attracting more of those negative outcomes. So if you simply go to the place of accepting yourself in the present moment, including all of the beliefs that are negative, all of the sabotage things that you do, all of the resentments that you have, it's okay. Be at peace with yourself in that moment. Now, I use a technique for clearing and cleaning. It's called Ho'oponopono, and it is four statements. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it can be done in any order. It can be done in any voice. It can be said in many, many different ways. It's the statements of acceptance. It's the attitude of release and seeing it as clearing that causes the healing. The, the approach that's called tapping or emotional freedom technique uses a similar approach because it recognizes whatever the negative thought is and then that's followed with, and I totally and completely love and accept myself. See, it's that attitude of being at ease with yourself, being peaceful within that allows the change to occur. It serves no purpose for you to create a war within yourself other than that it continues the war and attracts more of that negative to you. When we start from where we are and simply send ourselves love and acceptance, there can be no resistance. And if there is no resistance, the change can occur automatically. And you see, in that approach, you don't even have to know what the unconscious beliefs are. It's not important. What's important is that you accept where you are and allow yourself to let it go. Now, I want to tell you another story. I want to tell you about someone else that came in this week and I had the wonderful experience of working with him. His name is George. Again, not his real name. And George is a smoker. George came in because he wanted to stop smoking. You know, smoking and weight loss, procrastination, those kinds of things. Those are kind of the bread and butter for every hypnotist. And just those can be so fun. I love working with a smoker. Because I get to watch, almost like watching a TV program, I get to get kind of instant gratification because I get to see someone come in as a frustrated smoker who's tried to quit and been unsuccessful and they walk out the door and the desire for smoking is completely erased, gone. They're no longer a smoker. I love to see that 
instant change. And I know that physiologically it is absolutely possible, not only possible, but it is absolutely um, achievable because the brain really does change that quickly when you change your thinking. So George, George has been a smoker for the last five years. He had quit for a number of years before that, had been a non-smoker for a long, long time. But in the dramatic life changes of a divorce and a loss of a job that occurred almost simultaneously, he picked up again. Now, one of the things that came out in the interview that I was doing with George was that he had a very, very strong emotional trigger related to frustration and anger with his ex-wife. And he also had a very strong positive emotion linked to smoking. He uh, informed me that he liked to smoke and he liked the taste of smoking, which, you know, oh, just tell me that. that that's a really great challenge for a hypnotist. Oh, you like the taste? Oh, let me fix that. Yes, I was a little evil on that one, but... <laughs> but um, it was a, a really easy component for, for my session. It was a lot of fun. But you see, the powerful emotion of the anger triggered a very persistent response in the form of smoking. <laughs> and that emotional response occurred even before he actually had any interaction with her. All he had to do was see that an email had arrived in his inbox and he was already angry and already looking for a cigarette. Uh, Not looking for, he was already lighting a cigarette. It was kind of an instant kind of thing. He didn't even have to know what was in the email. He didn't have to read anything. If he looked down um, at his phone and on the caller ID, he saw her number. Instantly again, that emotional reaction and the smoking response came up. So, In order to make this change, something has to occur. And what has to occur is we have to disconnect that emotional response. Because the power, do you see, the powerful mind is creating a connection or has created a connection. And now it's been reinforced and now it's automatic. And he has no idea how to use his powerful mind. He's tried. He tried several times to just quit. But every time that there was tension, every time there was conflict, he was driving to the gas station to buy another pack of cigarettes. So I don't know if this is something you can relate to when a strong emotional trigger occurs and you do something that you said to yourself, I'm not going to do. I hope there's something that you can identify with here. Now, I want to continue this discussion Because I want to talk about how easy it is for you to disconnect the emotion from a negative behavior and connect a new positive emotion to a positive behavior. So when we come back, we'll finish up this discussion. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our conversation today has been on your powerful mind and how your mind can help you or keep you stuck, and how when you know how to use your powerful mind, you truly are in charge of the world that you co-create, of the things you attract, and the things you focus on. Now, before the break, I was talking about George, who came in to stop smoking, and in the interview, he said that he had a very, very powerful emotional trigger, and that emotional trigger related specifically to any conflict any encounter, actually, not even conflict, with his ex-wife. And it was very clear as he talked about her, you know, the anger level just went sky high. and We'd, you know, calm back down and any other contact, you know, any other discussion, boy, he'd go right back up. So it was very clear that that was a, a well-ingrained emotional reaction. Now, my job, obviously, as the hypnotist, is I had to find a way to help him disconnect that emotional reaction. Okay, we can do this. Not a problem. It took me several times of asking, you know, where do you feel most relaxed or give me a positive experience that you've had. The good news is George has sons. He adores his sons. And the emotional response to his sons is far greater than anything else in his life. That's a wonderful thing, and I can use that. You can use that, too. Any emotional connection you have that brings that wonderful ooh-ah feeling to you is something you can use to create change for yourself. So what we have to find is a positive experience that's even bigger and more powerful than the anger trigger was. Okay, And that was a recent vacation that he took with his sons to the beach. He loves the beach, he loves the ocean, he loves the sound of the ocean, he loved enjoying the activities that he did with his sons. It was a great, powerful, positive emotional experience. 
That's wonderful. That's all I needed. Now, here's what I did. And you can follow along with me. Don't do this if you're driving your car, but you can follow along with me. Okay, so think of a place that you've been, a place that you've experienced, um, just an experience in your life that has a very, very strong emotional feeling for you. It can be something you've been successful at. It can be a place that you visited. It can be people that you've just shared something with. It doesn't matter. But what I'm looking for is a really strong feeling of peacefulness, positiveness, love, whatever. And what I did with George, what you can do for yourself, is I used the images and the feelings evoked by that experience And so I guided him first to a relaxation response. So I had him go in his mind to the beach. I had him hear the ocean waves and feel the breeze on his face. And I had him, you know, feel the warmth of the sun and perhaps the warmth of the sand and feel that whole kind of peaceful relaxation. Now, I had already changed the appearance of his ex-wife to a metaphor. I just described her as being like a bulldog. Once she latches onto something, she won't let go. He kind of uh, liked that one. It kind of was the epitome of what he was thinking. So we began to use that metaphor added to his images on the beach. I told him that way, 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 way far away from him down the beach, he noticed a dog coming towards him. Hmm, it's a bulldog. And immediately I saw his face change. So immediately... I changed the appearance of the bulldog. It was no longer a full-size adult dog. It was a silly little puppy. And it was romping and playing. And I actually changed the voice, the sound of the dog. And I did a kind of yipping sound so that he would have something actual to connect to. But, you know, a puppy, when a puppy barks, it doesn't have a big dog bark. It has a little dog bark. And it's kind of laughable. It loses its credibility. It's not like it really means it. And so by changing kind of the, the details of the metaphor, the size, the sound, the appearance, we got a different emotional response. And actually, by the time we finished playing with that metaphor, not only did we have a relaxation response, but we had laughter. Laughter. Because we changed the appearance in such a way that he began to think of this little puppy kind of yapping and trying to pretend that it was a bully, and he started to giggle. Well, that laughter, that was perfect. Because by the end of the session... He said, oh, she's not going to bother me anymore. And while he didn't know why that emotional change had had taken place, what he had actually done was used his powerful mind to change the image and therefore the emotional response into something that was more neutral or more positive for him. And yes, that taste of cigarettes that he said he liked, okay, I'll admit it, evil person that I am. I changed that taste that he said he liked into an awful taste that had an even stronger emotional response than the like of the taste of smoking. For him, it was oysters. And he had a really strong emotional reaction to that. It's all I needed. He won't be able to smoke a cigarette again without getting that same kind of emotional reaction that he had with the oysters. 
okay, this is how powerful your mind is. Do you understand? The stronger emotion always wins. So here's the lesson. The stronger emotion always wins. The more powerful the emotion that's linked to a behavior, the more entrenched the behavior. And therefore, the more resistance there is to let go. So all you have to do if you want to make a change is to find an emotion for you that is stronger. Laughter always wins over anger. All you have to do is find a way to make that anger situation laughable. And you can do it. Love always wins over fear. If you have a fear trigger, if there's a fear within you, find something that gives you the experience of feeling love. You know, babies, puppies, kittens, I don't know. But something that brings that warm feeling to you. And link that to whatever the situation is that is fearful for you. It will override the fearfulness. And gratitude wins over anything else. When you go into that feeling of loving gratitude, there's really nothing else that's stronger than that. As long as you bring it up in a very, very strong, I'm not talking about the superficial stuff. I'm talking about the deep, strong feeling of gratitude. And you see, in his case, unlike what I said about Alice, in his case, we didn't even have to talk about forgiveness. He just had to be willing to let go of the anger. He doesn't have to resolve this conflict with her. He doesn't have to come to terms with it. He doesn't have to forgive her for whatever behaviors that he perceives were inappropriate. He doesn't have to forgive himself. All he has to do is be willing to let go of that anger and convert the emotional response into something more powerful. So, what we did for him, we took the serious to playful. And then we took the playful to ridiculous. And in ridiculous, there was a loss of credibility, right? I mean, I often will do this in various images. Actually, <clears throat> I'm actually kind of surprised at myself that I used an actual bulldog. Usually I use cartoon images because most people will laugh at a cartoon. And that one works. It works all the time for us. If there's a cartoon that we find hysterically funny, we'll use that image. And that laughter will cause a shift in the credibility of the statements that person makes. And therefore, that interaction becomes insignificant. You see, when you take it from serious to playful, playful to ridiculous, the ridiculousness diminishes the credibility and then it becomes a neutral event for you, not an important one. And so as you erase the importance of it, you can move on. You can let go. So what would you do if you could not fail? Do you see, if you create within you an awareness, a connection to an image of success, and you know that one way or another, things will work out, how does that change you? How would you be different than you are right now if you held within yourself a deep knowing that everything you need 
will be met. How would you be different than you are right now if you held within yourself a deep knowing that you are safe, that you can make mistakes and learn from them, and that you are connected to all creation, and thus you can call on that co-creation as you design your world. How would you be different if you, every day, recognize it through your own thoughts? You have brought every experience, person, and circumstance into your own life. Would you be willing to take responsibility for that? Would you be willing to change within yourself so that you can co-create a new relationship or experience or circumstance? Let me go back over it. Become aware of the beliefs, the behaviors, or the outcomes that are no longer working for you. Make a decision to change. Figure out the actions of that change. You know, in 12-step programs, they talk about act as if. That's it. Take the actions. And then, here's the important part. You've got to link those powerful emotions. You've got to see what the powerful emotions were that kept you stuck in the old thing. And you have to replace that with an even more powerful emotion, a positive emotion, that links you to the new behavior. The more powerful your motivation, the stronger your determination, the stronger your persistence to maintain that new behavior. But even with a moderate level of motivation, if you link it to a positive emotion, a very powerful positive emotion, you can still work through the resistance. Images will work better than words. Your brain works in images. It likes images. It gets that. And images linked to powerful emotions are even better still. So, once again, I want to point out, a previous success predicts future successes. See, if you've been successful at anything, anywhere in your life, you already have the ability to create another positive success. It's a building block. If you've done it once, you can do it again. And previous resistance also predicts future success because that is your persistence. So, yeah, I know you're busy, but this doesn't take much time in your day. You can clear and clean continuously no matter what or who you encounter. And the repetition of that becomes the habit, and the habit becomes automatic. All right. So here's the goal for you today. What can you use for yourself today to clean, to clear, to let go of some old pattern, old belief that no longer works for you? What can you do today to create new success in your life? This is your chance to go out there, make a difference in your world, and make this a great day. You deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? 
Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts,